Welcome to Grief Matters, a podcast that features conversations about life and death, hosted by Lori Opitz, Director of Bereavement at the Joseph T. Quinlan Bereavement Center. No subject is off limits and no topic is taboo. Please submit your questions about anything end of life, dying, death, and grief to KarenAnnQuinlanHospice.org slash Grief Matters. Hello, everyone. Today, I'd like to talk about two different phrases that people will tell grievers in an attempt to either comfort them or prepare them. And neither of them are particularly helpful. The first one is you just got to get through the first year and then you'll be good. You'll feel better. And that is an absolute myth. Do not buy into that. Just get through your first story. Even if you do all the things that people say that you should do. If you plan for every holiday in a way that suits you, if you talk about it and walk out the pain and write out the pain and join a group and see a counselor and educate yourself on grief, do all the things for the first year. There's no guarantee that in the 13th month or the 14th month or the 15th month that there's some magical, mystical thing that happens that will say, you no longer have to miss your loved one. It just doesn't happen. We don't stop loving someone, so we don't stop missing them. So please remember that it's a great thing to get through all your firsts. It gives you a lot of information. It gives you the courage and the confidence to know that you've done it and you'll be able to continue to do it. You've probably learned things that worked for you and things that didn't work for you. And maybe you'll do it differently in the second year, or maybe you'll keep it the same. Maybe you'll include different people, or maybe you'll spend it alone. Regardless, You've learned a lot of things in the first year, and I'm sure they serve you well, but there's nothing magical for the second year. Anyone who did buy into this myth will be sorely disappointed. Um, A lot of times we believe that grief starts out really, really hard in the beginning and then takes this nice downward slope to feeling better and better, but that's not what grief looks like at all. Grief looks more like an EKG and it spikes and ebbs and spikes and ebbs. A lot of people will use the analogy of an ocean wave. And that rings true because sometimes the waves are small and we can handle them. We can stand up against them. And then all of a sudden, a mother wave comes and it tumbles us over and over and we feel very vulnerable and lost, but it does recede. And then the waves are smaller again, and we can handle it again. And grief does feel like that. There's an acronym that we use in regard to these spikes of emotion or these mother waves, and they're called STUGS, uh, S-T-U-G, a sudden, temporary, upsurgence of grief. So it's sudden, comes out of nowhere, it's temporary, but it is the mother wave. 
It's an upsurgence of grief and feelings and pain. And we feel as if maybe we're going backwards or falling apart or doing it wrong because I felt better months ago than I do now. So something must be wrong. But no, this is the way grief works. You are right where you're supposed to be. Trust that everything that you've done prior to this has worked for you and you will continue to march ahead and journey forward. And there will be some more stugs in your future, um, but you will handle them and they will end. The big mother wave will recede and you'll get up and you'll journey on carrying the grief that is really love that has nowhere to go. Your grief love package, you carry it with you. The other statement that grievers will hear a lot is, the second year is harder than the first. Now, no one who is in their first year of grief wants to hear this, but people will say it in an attempt to prepare them. And this is not true for a lot of people. It really depends on what your first year looked like. Grief is not one cookie cutter design. It's different from for all of us, and it depends on so many different variables um, that we can't just make a statement like the second year will be harder. However, if your first year you were in shock for many months, you had an outpouring of support with family and friends coming to you, bringing food, making sure you weren't alone, taking you places, helping you out all the time, and your holidays were overflowing with people, then there is a good chance that you really did not have to deal with the acute feelings of missing that loved one. It might be that you were just in shock and overwhelmed with all the support. And that's perfectly normal for that situation. And the second year, when everybody kind of considers that you're okay now and you're going to move along fine without their support, their continual, continuous support, they go back to their normal life. And then your new normal is looking you in the face. And you might see for the first time what this new normal really looks like and feels like. And in that case, you might say the second year feels harder. It really isn't that it is harder. It's that you're experiencing it differently because it's the first time you're feeling these intense, acute feelings. But again, you're right where you're supposed to be based on your life experience and the way it went. If you were very much alone for the first year and there was not an outpouring of support and you were forced to face the loneliness and all the, the new tasks that were put on you, if you had that to deal with initially and you were not in shock, the second year will not be harder for you. Nothing magical will happen after the first year, Mark, and the second year will not be worse. So please be true to yourself. 
Don't listen to these trite phrases that people may say in an attempt to be helpful. Know what you know. Do what you know is best for you. And remember that this journey of grief is a mixed bag of love and grief. And some days the grief will feel bigger than the love. The pain of missing them is heavier. But over time, you're going to see that the love surfaces and you'll have glimmers and moments that will come through and cherish them and hang on to them. And they'll become more and more frequent as you journey on. So it's a mixed bag, harder at first, gets easier over time, but we never stop missing them because our love doesn't die. As always, thanks for listening because grief matters. If you would like more information on any grief or bereavement issues, including options for counseling, please feel free to call us at the Joseph T. Quinlan Bereavement Center at 973-948-2283, or you can contact us online at copewithgrief.org. Please remember to subscribe to the Grief Matters podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.